In this episode, we look at how to improve your planning. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change. Big change. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we're looking at how to improve your planning. Have you ever made a commitment to complete something by a deadline, only to realize afterward that there aren't nearly enough hours in the day to get it done? Don't worry, I've I've done that too. Being overly optimistic can sometimes make us unrealistic about what we're capable of. We take on too much and find ourselves rushing to meet a deadline with way too much caffeine in our bloodstream as we burn that midnight oil. Now, there's something very sobering. Maybe this is just me. There's something very sobering about watching the sunrise through the window without a second of sleep. But if everything is done, if the project is complete, it's all good, right? Well, maybe not. The truth is that this isn't a sustainable way to get things done. We're miserable the next day, essentially hung over from excessive productivity and no rest. And sometimes the work we produce in this mind state can hardly be called productive since under the stress of the encroaching deadline, we process things at a significantly lower rate. So why do we keep doing this? Well, often when we're drowning in responsibilities, it feels like there's no way out. We're always shuffling along from one project to the next, never truly being able to rest and recharge our batteries. This tendency to overextend ourselves and overestimate our abilities can be attributed to an inability to plan in such a way that allows us to reach our full potential. This goes for creative projects, professional deadlines, schoolwork, and pretty much everything in between. But before we dive into the episode, let's take a moment to pay our bills by thanking today's sponsor, Green Chef. One of my goals for the new year is to become an absolute beast in the kitchen. I want to be able to cook the kind of meals that make your taste buds excited. And that's why I'm such a fan of Green Chef. So if you haven't heard of them, Green Chef is the first USDA certified organic meal kit company. They're cool because ingredients come pre-measured, perfectly portioned, and mostly prepped so you can spend less time stressing and more time enjoying delicious home-cooked meals. And Green Chef makes eating well easy and affordable. Whether you're keto, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, or just trying to eat a little healthier, they've pretty much got you covered with awesome recipes. One of the first meals I ever made with Green Chef was this salmon dish with kale, couscous, and dried cranberries. Honestly, it was so good. I think we've made it like five times since then. And since all of the meals are put together by professional chefs, I get to follow simple directions and cook a tasty meal that makes me look good in front of Rachel. So why not join me? Go to greenchef.com slash 90tinyleaps and use the code 90tinyleaps to get $90 off, including free shipping. Green Chef is the number one in my favorite meal kit for eating well. So head over to greenchef.com slash 90tinyleaps and use the code 90tinyleaps for $90 off, plus free shipping. In 1979, Daniel Kahneman and Amos Sversky observed a phenomenon and dubbed it the, quote, planning fallacy. 
This planning fallacy concept is basically a tendency to completely underestimate how long a project will take, even though similar projects that we've already completed have taken a significant amount of time in the past. This unconscious inclination to estimate how long a project will take is often the reason why we fail to meet targets. This isn't because we aren't capable of getting those projects done. It's often just that we need to give ourselves a little bit more space. And so we're left with unrealistic deadlines that loom over our heads. We overwork ourselves until we reach the peak of emotional exhaustion. And the dread we feel when doing anything other than giving our undivided attention to that particular project is heavy. It may leave us discouraged in our capabilities, thinking that we just aren't able to be successful, that maybe we just aren't good enough. So how do we fix this? Well, the best place to start is this. Understand that we are all capable of reaching our deadlines. We just have to do a little bit of reorganization when it comes to how we plan for getting things done. The first suggestion we have is to resist the fear of urgency. This means to understand what is considered an urgent task, an important task, or a task that can wait until later. This is all up to our own individual priorities and the context around the task itself. When a big project fills us with dread as the deadline approaches, it's natural to want to avoid it and complete smaller, less draining tasks. A certain degree of self-awareness is imperative here. By resisting that urge to complete small tasks when we have more pressing priorities, we can move toward crossing those big scary things off of our to-do list. Dividing these tasks is another way to avoid that planning fallacy. Projects with more steps involved are also more likely to have a mistake or need a second draft. There's absolutely nothing wrong with having to scratch a draft and start over. That's not something that we should look down on. There's really nothing wrong with needing feedback or needing to spend a little more time on something to really create the vision that we had for it. If you expect these challenges along the way and create time for them, such as time in our schedule to send out a draft for feedback, we allow ourselves the grace to make those mistakes and to perfect our work. We could do this by creating our own deadlines outside of any professional ones. These soft deadlines are more like guidelines to lead us along. Focus on the process itself rather than just that completed project and hard deadline. And in addition, we need to learn from our mistakes. This means reflecting when something goes wrong. We know what we're capable of doing. We also know that things don't usually go 100% according to plan. Keeping this in mind when planning out a project is a way to better prepare ourselves. And to better equip ourselves for planning in the future, actually sitting down to reflect on how well something went might work for you. This really can look just like ripping out a piece of paper and writing down the answers to these questions. Number one, did everything go according to plan? If yes, how? If not, why? Number two, what can I do differently next time? And number three, how can I improve my planning abilities? Now, the three-point technique is a technique developed by Jessica Green. It might help us take a step back and analyze our thought patterns when it comes to completing projects. It can help us identify when we're being a little too overly pessimistic or a little too overly optimistic. It also helps us step outside of ourselves to challenge some of that dread and the urge to procrastinate. 
The three points are these, and you can either write them down, put them in a note on your phone, or just think about the answers to them the next time you're really struggling with a certain project. The first point is, what is the best case scenario? The second point, what is the worst case scenario? And then finally, what is the most likely scenario? Knowing what the worst thing to expect is can be comforting. It helps us feel more prepared and less blindsided if things don't go our way. But more often than not, we base that most likely scenario on the historical data that we have about the situation and our capabilities. Jessica Green employs this tactic when estimating how long a project will take. And it goes a little something like this. The best case scenario for completing project A is a deadline of two days. This would make me incredibly proud of myself and allow me to move on to other projects. The worst case scenario is a deadline of eight days. This would make me disappointed and set me back a week in my planning abilities. Now I factor in the consideration that it took me six days to complete a project that was very similar. And the goal is to meet somewhere in the middle by calculating the average of the three values. Add them up, divide them by three, and quote your client, boss, self, or whoever the project is being sent to at the time frame that you've come up with. For our scenario, we'd expect to be done with the project in 5.3 days. Not being able to complete something by a deadline does not indicate an inability to be a successful person. It just means that we need to plan a little bit better. And remember that there's nothing wrong with asking for a little bit of extra time. The human experience is chock full of distractions, disturbances, and bumps in the road that throw us off. Plan a little better for next time. And honestly, be gentle with yourself. That's it for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. As always, be sure to check the description of this episode because I've got links to a number of resources that can help you improve your own planning capabilities and your own skill set in this area. Be sure to check those out, click them. And while you're there, find the podcast over on Instagram or Twitter at Tiny Leaps. And of course, you can click the links in the description of this episode as well to find it. Before we go, I want to give one last thank you to Green Chef. They are literally one of my favorite meal kit companies right now. And I highly encourage you to check them out. Head over to greenchef.com slash 90 tiny leaps to get $90 off plus free shipping. Thank you again to them. Thank you to you for spending your time with me. I've been Greg Clunas. And remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day.